Good evening and welcome to Open for Business here on NLive Radio 106.9 FM. Also available, of course, live digitally at www.nliveradio.com. 
com. Happy New Year to you all. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university with the perfect face for radio, and you've just been listening to Tina Turner with a very apt song, I Can't Stand the Rain, because it's been a little bit rainy today, hasn't it? And the flood warning going off at Billings, so hopefully um, that doesn't materialise, and uh, thoughts are with all those who've got um, down at Billing Aquadrome. Um, the show is a relatively short one. We've got two uh, longer interviews today, and and um, some excellent guests in terms of Mark Sparrow from um, David Williams Independent Financial Advisors and from Victoria Templeton of HR Solutions with some really interesting topics to set the new year, to set you thinking, I think, for the new year. But anyway, we're going to play some more music now. Um, all the Christmas songs have gone. I have been looking for New Year songs. Can't really find very much. But I thought you might like this one. Um, because it's nice to be back after a couple of weeks. So um, good to be with you. And as Michael Jackson says, this happy song about the way you make me feel.
Well, first guest in the new year is somebody from David Williams IFA, Independent Financial Advisors, and it's a warm welcome to Associate Director Mark Sparrow. Mark, welcome and Happy New Year. Did you have a good Christmas? Hi, Adrian. Yes, Happy New Year. Fantastic Christmas. Thank you. Uh, really good break, uh, spending some quality time with, with family and uh, yeah, good to be with you. So you just had me two children and two boys under two. So obviously the, the wonder of Christmas will be tremendous for uh, for, for the youngsters now. Yes, the magic was was definitely here, and uh, Santa definitely ate his his mince pies. Uh, and apparently he he prefers Jack Daniels, uh, not um, not Scotch uh, this this time of year, which was rather nice. Oh, good. Very discerning. I'm glad to see Santa Claus has got good taste anyway. So D- David Williams IFA, just tell us what uh, what it does and how long it's been going. So David Williams IFA, we're an independent financial advisory practice uh, based in Northampton. Uh, we, we offer holistic, independent advice to individuals and to businesses, uh, principally in, in the UK. Um, and it principally operates around uh, things like pension planning, investment planning, uh, tax planning, um, uh, and it's a it's a, a very personal service for for individuals um, to, to 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 use and become clients um, for, uh, for for many many years. It's not a one stop shop. We 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 very much you know have ongoing relationships with with all of our uh, clients, um, uh, and and that's that's why I got involved. Mm. Do you work uh, only with private clients or do you work at all with and through companies to their senior employees? A a, a mix of of both. Um, Primarily, it's an individual client-based firm. However, we we do work with lots of local businesses as, um, you know, across the entire workforce, individuals require advice at certain levels. But, uh, yeah, we work with, with company owners. We work uh, with, with senior executives, uh, senior management. Uh, and we also run uh, group corporate schemes for, for, for entire workforces and, and cover workplace pensions as, as well. So it's a, it's a very broad church here. Mm. Do you have to be uh, rich or well off to need or um, want the services? Or, you know, you said very, uh, I like the way you said the services could be of value to anybody working in a company, not just the senior management. Well, um, it's one of the reasons I, I chose David Williams IFA is because we, we don't have a minimum threshold. Uh, there is no advice gap principally where, whereby we exclude certain individuals because they they cannot afford the advice but i would qualify that by saying there are there are certain levels of advice depending on the individual's um needs and and sophistication mm-hmm. uh and, and often um lower um levels of wealth require less sophistication it sort of go, goes hand in hand um, but no, pleased to say we have we have no minimum entry uh, ad, ad advice thresholds, and um, we, we offer a, a a free service, um, you know, sort of at our expense as, as an initial meeting um, to talk to anyone about their, their their circumstances, and then from there we will set out any any cost disclosures um, accordingly. Okay, how long has the company been going, and how many employees does it have roughly these days? 
So we've been going uh, over over 40 years. Uh, I've not got the precise uh, date, actually, of when the company was founded. But it was it was set up by a gentleman called David Williams, uh, who is still around. He's uh, he's since retired and, and has no no formal role with with the business. Um, but he but he very much, you know, uh still stays in touch um and and visits us from from time to time we have um in our principal pension and investment um uh, business we have around 60 employees um but we also have a sister uh, mortgage business where there is a further 20 employees so across the sort of the two main businesses um around 80 employees okay and your role associate director how long have you been there mark so I actually uh, began my career with the business in 2010. Um, so coming up to, to 14 years, um, it's it's been my my sole career here. Um, I actually, interestingly, I did my work experience with David Williams IFAs um, when I was 16, and I was 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 very interested in in maths and and finance um, and, and numbers. Uh, and I, um, I came and did my work experience, um, and along with a, a, you know, a number of other work experience ideas, I, 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 I taught in a school for a few months. I, um, I actually ventured out and, and looked at becoming a, um, a greenkeeper at, at a golf course. So there was a wide variety of options that I looked at, you know, sort of at, at sort of in my 16 to 18, uh, career path. Um, but I, I spoke to one of the directors at, at the firm and I said, what do I need to do to, to, to join the business? And, and he'd actually read maths at, at Birmingham University and he said, well, a good start for me was, was, was a maths degree. So, um, so I then went off, selected maths as, as my degree, read maths at, at Liverpool and, and graduated in, in 2008. Um, and then, yeah, came with my, my hat in, in 2010. Joined the firm as a as a, as a junior um, and worked for the first five years in a uh, a, a sort of a, an apprenticeship style role where I was very much mentored uh, and and had guidance from from my peers at the, the business. Um, I did a whole host of of professional qualifications uh, before coming a, a, a chartered financial planner in 2015, um, and and since then I've I've been looking after individual clients and, and corporate clients over, over about the past uh, eight, eight or nine years. So that's that's my sort of potted history uh, with the business. Well, that's very good to know, A, you're good with numbers and be obviously ongoing professional training, I think, uh, something for you know our students that go into the university. It doesn't end when you get your degree. You've got to continue to develop your skills, I think, over um, time. So thank, thank you for, for sharing that. Um, in terms of the you know, the business then uh, overall, you're an associate director now. I mean, does it have a clearly defined strategy? Is there a sort of mission, vision or purpose that uh, you all rally behind? Well, it's interesting you say that, Adrian, because we've we've always been a business that um, has had very good values. Um, we, we, we've, we've held the, you know, the highest amount of, of integrity, um, for, for, for clients. Um, and, and we, we principally put clients at the heart of everything we do. So it's got to be the right decision for the client first and foremost. Then secondary, it's, it, it's got to be right for the business. And then third, it's got to be right for, for the, for the staff as, as, as well. So, um, part of my sort of, 
evolution with with the business has has been uh, and as and as we grow as as a smaller firm we found that um you've needed to have with with less people a, a, a different range of, of skills so we've 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 had to have um, more defined roles with um with with individuals and we've had to have sort of specialist um individuals in in operations in in finance in human resources and we've had to put together sort of um the management structures as as the as the business has grown but one of the areas i've been talking to the to the board about is our mission statement and and what we what we stand for um and and what our what our sort of defined values are so it, it's an ongoing project and something i i feel as an institution grows becomes more and more important um and so it, it is it, it's on my to-do list for 2024 um to to to, to have a, a more defined mission statement Okay, so with um, sort of 80 employees across the group, so to speak, you know, how many directors, how many associate directors, just to get some sense of, if you will, your, um, you know, how many people you've got to convince in terms of your new proposed mission? Yeah, well, if, if we talk about our, our principal business with 60 employees, we've got uh, we've got three directors, uh, we've got four associate directors, uh, we have a, a, a director of operations, um, we, we also have... Um, uh, what are called team leaders. So the, these are where, where we have individuals um, that have, have been promoted to roles where they look after clusters of, of staff um, because they are more senior, uh, more experienced, and where junior staff can um, can basically lean into to these individuals for help, training, uh, and assistance. Um, so we, we we have a fairly um, wide hierarchy if, if you like it's 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 not it's not a narrow mm. you know a business by by any stretch anyone could knock on the managing director's door or my door in in, in fact uh and, and everyone is very open to to conversations uh and and helping each other get to the right um right solutions so um i'm not sure if i i've directly answered your question yeah, no, there but I th- I think that gives us a good feel for the management structure. Do you have any, you don't have a non-executive director, I guess, on the board then? The, all the directors are engaged full of time in the business, yeah? Uh, no official non-executives. We, we uh, with, with there are various individuals of the board that have uh, differing roles, as, as you'd imagine, yeah. and, and they, they complement one another's. Um, some are, um, uh, well, one of the directors is is more of a uh, it, it's a part time role with with um, oversight of, of governance of, of the business uh, mm-hmm. essentially, but no day to day duties. Where another member of, of the board is you know is 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 is, is full time and and absolutely you know in control of of of, of all all things. So yeah. Um, uh, so so no, there's there's a there's a complement of, of different individuals across across the firm. Okay, and does is the business. I don't know. What are the sort of um, cyclical things? You know, if the economy is doing well, do you do well? Or are you, if the economy is doing well, you don't do so well. Is there any pattern or correlation with the economy? There, there is, um, for, for sure. There is, there is some direct correlation with, um, what, well, there's, there's different measurements. There's the economy. Uh, there is there is sentiment. Um, there is um, macro economic factors there are geopolitical factors um that that influence 
individuals' uh, decisions on on whether they want to engage in in an advice process. Um, we, we 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 don't tend to be a a cyclical business in in the very sense of the word like a you know an ice cream van only only comes out in the <laughs> summer and uh, we park up for the winter for for sure yeah. because wind rain or, or shine people do tend to need advice uh, but what we found following um, a, a, a big drop in confidence in October last year uh, I, I won't mention uh, directly what that that was but we, that that did have a knock-on impact to it to individuals confidence uh, as to wanting to engage in in, in finance uh, and make plans because of of, of the uncertainty of of the you know the wider factors within the within the country yeah, um, please, yeah. So please, please to say, second half of of the year, um, we've seen confidence return. Uh, we've had um, lots more inquiries, uh, and um, we, we we generally are busy most of the time, but have been you know, busier with new inquiries the second half of of this um, this year um, rather than the first of of twenty twenty three. Yeah, interesting. I think we all know what happened in October twenty twenty two. NLive's Community Notice Board, sponsored by Voluntary Impact Northamptonshire, supporting existing and helping to launch good neighbour schemes across Northampton. Baby Basics Northampton provide Moses Basket starter packs to families in need in Northamptonshire. The packs provide a safe place for the baby to sleep, as well as being packed full of essential items, including toiletries and clothing. This year, they're celebrating their 10th anniversary and have launched an appeal to raise £10,000. Could you make a donation to support their work or maybe raise funds through sponsorship? Visit their pages on social media at Baby Basics Northampton to find out more or search for Baby Basics Northampton on localgiving.org. NLive's Community Notice Board, sponsored by Voluntary Impact Northamptonshire, supporting existing and helping to launch good neighbour schemes across Northampton. To get your message on air, email noticeboard at nliveradio.com. 106.9 NLive. Take the next step to growing your business at Your Business Expo 2024. Set to be Northamptonshire's largest B2B exhibition, Your Business Expo is happening on February the 7th at Cywell Airdrome. It's the place to network, meet local vendors, and hear what our expert speakers have to say. Your Business Expo is a free-to-attend event with free parking. And if you're considering exhibiting, networking, or visiting, register now at yourbusinessexpo.co.uk. Your Business Expo 2024. Power by Business Times newspaper. Anna, Seth and all the team invite you to join them for good times at the Royal Oak Naseby. Enjoy a fantastic range of beers, carefully selected wines and warm open fires. The Royal Oak's ever-changing seasonal menu means there's always something new to try and their Sunday roast is a must-try. Next time you're out walking or fancy a break from the kitchen, pop into the Royal Oak Naseby and let our family look after yours. See royaloaknaseby.com. Hey you. Yes, you there. Are you listening to this? 
Well, if you're listening, so are potential customers to your shop, business, or service. Advertising on NLive is easy and good value. It's a great way to reach new customers, let them know about who you are and what you do. And radio advertising works. Radio has the power to entertain, educate, and engage an audience. And with advertising on NLive, that same audience could become your customers. For more information, contact sales at nliveradio.com. Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Start the new year with a tasty big deal at Papa John's. Because throughout January, you can treat yourself to any delicious pizza at Papa John's across Northampton. And we'll give you a second pizza totally free. It's buy one pizza, get one free January at Papa John's in Northampton. So order now for collection or delivery and save at papajohns.co.uk. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's here. The latest edition of NN Pulse magazine is out now. So if you want to know what's happening in and around Northamptonshire, pick up a copy today. Packed full of local news, reviews, articles, places to go, style, tradespeople and more. NN Pulse magazine is your glossy guide to life round here. Pick up a copy and you won't want to put it down. Keep an eye out for it coming through your door or get it from outlets across the county. NN Pulse, the magazine at the heart of Northamptonshire. To advertise your business in NN Pulse, click pulsemagazine.co.uk. When business owners, directors and key decision makers want to know what's happening in Northamptonshire, they turn to Business Times. Over 10,000 copies are delivered every month and the pages are filled with positive local business stories. Respected, trusted and always relevant. Business Times is the perfect way to get your business in front of the people that matter. So get Business Times working for you. Click business-times.co.uk Business Times. Positive about business in North Hands. At NNBN, we support local businesses, charities and organisations. We bring local people together. We promote growth and success and we support our members. NNBN has a proven track record in helping members of our community get seen and be heard. It costs from just £20 a month to become a member and you'll benefit from advertising, events, engagement, support and money-saving discounts. If you're a local business, charity or organisation, join us today at nnbn.co.uk. Welcome to the Wellbeing Lounge. I'm Dr. Audrey Tang, a chartered psychologist. And if you want to give your mental health and wellness a boost, jump on my couch every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. My guest experts and I will give you practical and accessible tips and tools to be, look and feel your best self. Jumpstart your positive energy with us. Join us in the Wellbeing Lounge Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. And I'm feeling Northampton Zone 106.9 N Live.
N live. Believer, not a trace. 
Well, before we go back to the second half of my interview with Mark Sparrow, I thought you might like that uh, Pink Floyd with money. Of course, Mark's talking about money and uh, financial advice. And also um, the monkeys there, I'm a believer, which I think I'm a believer in, hopefully, um, what money can do. It's a means to an end. It's not an end in itself, I suppose. But anyway, um, we'll be returning back to the conversation with Mark Sparrow after this. 106.9 106.9 N Live. So, do, do you have a marketing function, or is it referrals? You know, how how do you get new leads um, coming in? Principally, we are a word of mouth business. Um, if if individuals come to us on recommendation with with um, existing clients, putting in good words for us that's that's the best possible you know uh, introduction we can we can have and that's how the the business has been um been built over, over the years um we've we've not acquired any other businesses um per, per se uh, the, the growth of the business to where it is now has has been through you know organic growth um steadily over, over the years in a, in a control and, and and managed way mm-hmm. um so uh, we 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 do work with a number of of local professional connections um not in a in a direct commercial sense but if, if we uh, are speaking to individuals that um part of their finances is to to write a will or to put in place a lasting power of attorney we don't have the uh, the skills and qualifications to do that we require a solicitor mm-hmm. so would refer to to them and we also work with with accountants we don't do people's tax returns or or, or company um returns so we introduce clients to uh to, to local accountants to take care of those matters and there is a, a, a cross referral basis because they will have individuals that are writing wills and you know, we'll need their pensions looking at. So, um, yeah. like I say, it's not on a commercial basis. It's it's on a who who's the, the best fit and, and will do a good job for people and, and vice versa. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense to me because my dad was a bank manager in the old days of bank managers in towns. You know, he, he definitely knew all the lawyers and the accountants and um, sort of I know – from growing up, know the dinner parties he would have where, you know, those relationships are important. And there were ones that he got on well with, played golf with, the ones perhaps he didn't, um, you know, get such a, a good chemistry. But no, I understand that. Um, what um, what keeps you awake at night? Is there anything in particular, you know, that uh, is a concern? Um, and then tell me, what are you most proud of in your career, Mark? Well, I must say, with two children under two, I'm still sleeping remarkably well. <laughs> so <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've never struggled to sleep. And I, I think it's probably down to my work ethic. Um, and by the end of the day, I'm, I'm so exhausted that, uh, I, I've got no choice but to, to recharge the batteries. Um, th- there are always things that concern 
me uh, and, and concern, you know, um, me you know, with an impact for our clients, for the business and, and, and for our staff. But I, I'm, I'm very much a, um, a glass half full um, sort of person. Uh, I like to see that, you know, the positives in, in, in most things. Um, what, I, what I can tell you, being at the business nearly 15 years is, is things do move in cycles and we have good years and we have not so good years. Uh, we have upturns and we have downturns. It, it is part of the business cycle. Um, but having a, a good plan in place, um, to, to mitigate, you know, the, the various risks that are out there is what we're all about. Um, mm. and so what I would like to say is, is that most of our clients sleep well at night as well because that they've delegated those worries to us uh, and put trust in us uh, in these these sorts of topics um and and that's what we get out of this is, mm. is clients you know feedback saying you know we're just so pleased you're taking care of everything for us so we don't need to worry well that's a good answer indeed so and that i guess leads into what you're most proud of that kind of um customer sentiment coming back to you now Yes, I, I mean, I, I'm. I, I wouldn't say there's any one individual thing. I mean, each year I, I, I want to sort of get better as a person and and and, and make improvements and and those those sort of notional notional gains. Uh, I, I think becoming a chartered financial planner um, in in the shortest time possible, which is which is five years. I I set out on that goal in 2010 and achieved it in 2015. Um, I suppose is, is probably, you know, the, the objective mm. thing I could, I can think of, but, uh, but each year I've got, you know, individual goals and, and, and personal, you know, objectives that I want to achieve and, and, and hit targets for. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to our students? We must get you to come in and talk to the class one day if you're willing to do that. But, uh, you know, for, for undergraduates, you've been through your maths degree at Liverpool. It sounds quite hard actually doing maths. I, I was pretty good at maths up to A level and then I thought I'll move on to economics. But uh, any advice for our sort of uh, business students, international business students? Sure. Well, under, you know, my regulatory permissions, I, I can't give direct financial advice because it's, it's very much uh, down to the individual circumstances. But I suppose as, um, some, some career guidance, um, w w would be, um, w well, study hard, um, and, and d don't be too, um, I, I very much kept my options open, uh, and didn't, um, get too narrow in my subject choices too, too early because at, at 16, who knows, you know, what career you're going to have at, at 18. You, you, you still don't know at 21. Mm. I, I still came out. I, I had this pathway, but I, I, I still was never sure. Um, and so what I did is, is I, um, I did lots of work experience. So uh, work experience is very good for finding out things that you'd like to do, but it also is, is a good discounter on things that, that you, you don't wish to pursue. Um, cause I, I, I strongly felt that, you know, with a maths degree, the shortage of, uh, of teachers in, in the, in the, the science faculty and, and, and mathematics specifically and the, the in incentives on offer, I, I, I seriously considered a, a career in teaching. Until I spent uh, three months in a, a school in uh, North Liverpool, uh, which put me off the idea for, for life. <laughs> Hard work, no very demanding. <laughs> yes, but but what 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 that did do is is there was some some um, parallels to 
well, this is a little bit of a, my career is a, is a financial education for adults because one of the things you don't get through typical ac- academia is, um, is, is qualifications in finance. I, I know the current prime minister is, is talking about this as a, as a potential subject, but at school, I didn't learn about tax. I didn't learn about investments. I didn't learn about insurance. And these were all skills that I picked up in a, in a professional qualification, um, career path. Um, so, mm. uh, so, so yes, yeah, so that, that, that would be my advice to, to, to students. Keep your options open, study hard, um, get lots of work experience. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, and think I think about money early on. Yeah. Think about well, money early on. The, the one, the one, the one thing I particularly enjoy about my role here is it, 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 it's a lifestyle choice. I, I, I love what I do. I, 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 I get up every day and I can't wait um, to to advise clients, to engage with staff at the business, and and, and to work on various topics. So, it, you know, if if you can find something you love, you know what you, what you do um, because you spend so many hours at it. If uh, if you don't love it, then um, yeah, it's um, it become, become a bit mature. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, mature. Yeah. Oh, I think that's a great, uh, great advice there. Thank you for that. Now, um, before we close, just tell us a little bit about what the company does or, or you do in terms of, um, well, what do we call it? Corporate social res- responsibility, charity, community work, ESG, whatever. What's the sort of um, a philosophy or approach of the business and of Mark Sparrow? Well, there's, there's various facets there. So we, there's, there's, there's um, areas that we need to meet our sort of um, ESG responsibilities as as a business primarily. But then there's also um, investment solutions that we need to provide uh, to clients um, to meet their ESG requirements as as, as well. So I'll talk about the uh, the former uh, first. Um, we um, we support um, local local charities. We do work with um, with lo- local uh, Rotary um, clubs. Um, the the Beckett Rotary Club in Northampton is uh, we are a corporate uh, member there, so we um, we have um, members of staff that that help them out with with various fundraising activities. Um, we have a, an annual golf day that we um, we raise significant funds for a designated um, charity uh, each year. Um, on the um, so that that's more on the sort of the um, the, the social side of things, uh, the environmental side of things. We we have a uh, an office building um, that's built with with a high specification um, with energy uh, efficient um, materials, um, uh, and we've we've got solar panels on on the roof, uh, and we are. We are very uh, sort of frugal in our in our costs, so we we try and keep costs down and 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 our, our sort of um, you know efficiency up. That's that sort of part of the business um, mantra. Um, and 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 governance. Well, it, it really touches on a on a, on a few of the, the the matters I talked about earlier. You know, we we our governance structure means we don't have any barriers to entry. We'll offer you know advisory service to to to, to all individuals uh, and, a, and a free initial meeting. Um, so yes, so as, as as a business, I think we're 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 continuing to to make strides um, to meet our to sort of ESG responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on 
on the sort of the client side, um, we have uh, ESG qualifying solutions. Um, so if uh, a client has specific um, needs, whether whether it's you know uh, they want to you know screen away from things like tobacco and and oil, uh, we we have um, tailored solutions to meet that. Um, or if, if if individuals want to you know have sort of positive impact solutions where they're they're investing, you know, in whether it's wind farms or, or solar um, or or other uh, environmentally friendly um, businesses. Um, we, we have solutions for, for that as, as, as well. So, um, all on a, on a, on an individual basis. Very good. So very much at the forefront, obviously, of a lot of the thinking. Um, okay. Well, just to end, I guess if anybody wants to find out more, where would you direct them to in terms of a website or contact details? Sure. Well, our, our website is, uh, www.dwifa.co.uk. Uh, you can find our contact details there, address details. Uh, we're based um, at Waterside Way in Northampton. Um, our telephone number is 01604 621 And if you'd like to email me directly, my email address is ms at dw ifa.co.uk so please feel free to to reach out um and happy to have a, a conversation or, or reply to, to any further questions um uh, you might have great thank you very much that's www.dwifa.co.uk um, for the website the phone number 01604 based in that's waterside and mark is at ms at dwifa.co.uk UK. Well, Mark, thank you very much for taking the time to talk through um, a variety of issues there. In terms of the next 12 months, uh, optimistic for the next 12 months, pessimistic, what do you think, the UK? We're seeing in the press at the moment uh, it's got to be a bit of a flat year, if not some degree of perhaps, you know, a couple of steps backwards with the election and all that uncertainty. But what, what's your view of the next 12 months? I, I'm certainly more optimistic for 2024 than I was for 2023. Um, I, I think there are things to be positive uh, about. Um, I, I, I think that um, you, you can sometimes get a little bit um, clouded with the with the political uh, noise. Um, we have been through a, uh, a, a downturn with with the economy, and we we've had this this post pandemic uh, hangover um, with you know with with various. Um, indicators you know and, and, and headwinds uh, for the economy but we've got inflation on the way down um, interest rates at or near their peak and, and potentially uh, reducing in, into into this this year um, and and sentiment on the whole improving like I say you know second half of last year was was much better than than the first um, so I'm I'm optimistic for for this year, um, and would would advise everyone to keep their their glasses half full too. <laughs> Fantastic, Mark. A great pleasure indeed. Thank you very much. We've been listening to Mark Sparrow, Associate Director at David Williams IFA Independent Financial Advisors. Look at dwifa.co.uk or 01604-621-302 or ms at dwifa.co.uk if you want to get in touch with Mark. Mark, thank you very much indeed. Keep safe, keep well, and a happy new year to you. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's
good to hear Mark having an optimistic glass half full view of the coming year with some reasoning as well so um, I thought you might therefore enjoy that song by the Black Eyed Peas I got a feeling, yeah, I got a feeling upbeat that it might be a good day or a good year indeed. Um, also though it is the new year and um, another song that is traditionally associated with new year well no, is it associated with the theme of the song is associated with New Year, of course, fireworks. And my little dog was a little bit, he doesn't like the fireworks, but anyway, we put on some background music and he coped with that. But um, before we hear from my next guest, Victoria Templeton of HR Solutions, talking about family-friendly policies, how the law um, addresses all the family-friendly policies that a business might need to know about, why don't we celebrate the New Year with Katy Perry's version of Firework. <laughs> 
Well, Christmas has been a time for being with family, of course, but, but families are really important to all of us, not just in our free time, but in our working time as well. So we're going to talk to um, some experts from a HR Solutions company. In fact, they are known, their name is HR Solutions. And a big warm welcome to the HR Knowledge Manager, Victoria Templeton. Victoria, welcome to the show. Um, thank Happy you. New Year. And did thank you have you. a good, did you have a good Christmas? Yes, wonderful. Thank you. Yes, very good. So some time off, right? A whole week or 10 days off, I hope. Um, about a week, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Well, you know, what came across my desk was um, this new product or service that HR Solutions is offering about family-friendly policies within businesses. So perhaps you'd just like to tell us a little bit about what you launched in the last month. Yeah, so um, our new family-friendly policy, it's uh, to recognise that um, we're seeing a growing demand from our businesses for um, a central document where employees and employers can have all the information that they need in order to find that right balance in juggling family and working life. So it's a document and policy that sets out all the entitlements, uh, whether that's to do with maternity leave, adoption leave, um, time off for dependents, um, you name it, all those different areas of family leave that people um, need and want to take. It's having it all in one place because we know it's a complex area of law. And so having it in a simple, easy to read format um, really does help uh, employees and employees. Well, it seems like a great idea. Now, is this a fee-generating service or is this available free? Um, it is available on our doc shop on our main website. It's twenty nine ninety nine for the document. Um, and it is a document that enables organisations to either um, take just the statutory approach or to enhance their policy. So there are enhancements within it. So giving the uh, client employer the opportunity to add additional items in if they want to boost the statutory entitlements, whether that perhaps may be to do with pay or offer some additional forms of leave that may not be a statutory right but would be beneficial to the organisation employees such as perhaps um, time off for neonatal leave which at the moment isn't a statutory right. Okay, that's really interesting. So this would cover things like compassionate leave because I know yes. a couple of companies, big companies I've worked with recently on different issues. You know, there's been a, a, some concern about uh, exactly how many days of compassionate leave do we get and does it vary by how close the bereavement is etc so this document is is you've done the homework you've looked at all the legals and you've brought it down to synthesize it into something simple and straightforward yeah absolutely and what we always strive to achieve is um, an inclusive policy for our clients and employers so really inclusivity diversity and um, equality is really important and what we've also done with this document is actually be really mindful and considerate of the language that we use so that it is um, incorporating um, and inclusive for everyone. So it's a document and a template, a really important tool that simplifies, like I said a moment ago, something that's a very complex area of law, um, you know, working out maternity entitlements, when maternity starts, when pay starts, what it's based on. And it's just making it very simple, but also the language is very inclusive as well for everybody. Do you have many products similar to this then that where you've basically distilled the law into something yes. that is, uh, is yeah. easy? 
Yeah. yeah. So you'll find on our doc shop, we offer many policy documents. Um, you know, whether that's, um, a strategic people plan, whether it's, um, uh, another policy, for example, corporate social responsibility, um, anything, you name it. We put a lot of content that's either, um, free and available or there are some items that are chargeable, but only for a small charge. Mm. Um, and what we really, um, try to introduce through all of our documents that we produce, as I said, that inclusivity and equality so that um, we're fair employers um, and mm. making the language clear as well for the reader. Mm. Well, I, I do approve of that very much so. As an educator, I guess, there's a lot of stuff that I've got to try and distill and make simpler for people to understand, in particular um, the students. But this um, whole approach then, it you know, what would you say, looking across the UK or the region and the businesses, do we take enough care of our employees? We always say employees are our biggest asset, but then treat mm. them like a disposable, you know, resource, really. I mean, are, are we, you know, across the across the country, are we good at this stuff or is there much room for getting much better? I think there's always room for improvement. I think we have come a long way um, and we... As an, you know, as a society, you know, we, um, have very much, um, a good foundation of employment law and protections for workers. There's obviously a lot that can be uh, introduced to further that, but as a, um, foundation, our employment law is very, um, tight and, um, provides a lot of, um, equality and fairness. Um, and I think, there is opportunities for developments and we're going to be seeing developments to our employment law throughout 2024 and next year with the introduction of uh, several pieces of family-friendly legislation. Um, we've got carers leave coming in. We've got neonatal leave coming in. That's likely to be next year. We've got um, developments in regards to protection from redundancy for those on pregnancy and family leave. You know, so there are always ways in which we can improve um, as a, a, as a society on how we protect workers and we, as I said we're seeing some of those come in this year. Well there's been some concern after Brexit though that we would start to slip backwards on some rights because you know if you look at the um, the European Union I think they led the way in many ways in terms of employee rights um, yeah. over and above but you know what's your take on whether we will um, suddenly have lesser standards here and will not be at the cutting edge of best practice? Well, I think because we've got the Reform Act, um, the EU retained law piece. So obviously at the end of last year, um, all of our legislation that is underpinned by EU law or EU case law, that's been revoked unless the government have um, stipulated certain ones that we're going to continue with. And actually, in reality, we do continue with all the, uh, for example, if you take the Equality Act, those principles and the and the the legislation and the protections that come from that will continue post um, this year, 2024. Um, we are going to see reforms to the working time regulations. And the idea is that it's about making it more um, manageable and more practicable for employers, in particular small employers. So we're, even though we've had Brexit and left the EU, we are going to still continue with many, many of our employment protections and any reforms are aimed at making things more efficient and more practicable for employers, as I said. Mm. 
But isn't that reform act? Did I read correctly that they've they've uh, abandoned it? They're not going to do a mass repeal of all the EU acts. Now. Yeah, it, it got a little bit complicated, and uh, throughout last year and all the developments on it, essentially because it had this sunset clause of the 31st of December. Now, there was still that deadline of the 31st of December, but what the government have done from an employment perspective, certainly anyway, they listed in advance of the 31st of December those elements that were going to be reformed. So we know, for example, um, that this year there's going to be changes to um, working hours, holiday entitlement and pay and how that's managed the legislation is coming into force now with the practical implementation of later this year. Um, but certainly we are still continuing with many of our employment protections. Mm. Well, I certainly hope so. Um, <laughs> you, you know, because I do a lot of work with the employee ownership sector and um, I sit on a, as a trustee or independent trustee on a couple of employee owned businesses. And of course, what they as employees owning the business, they want to see best practice in this whole area in terms of yeah. how employees are are treated. Um, so something very dear and, and close to my heart, and, and you're talking there about flexibility. We want things to be practical. We want yeah. them to be flexible. <laughs> Obviously, we don't want to stop the business growing, but I do think that it's it's important that businesses do take care of their people. So let's take another issue, perhaps working from home. Um, okay. You know, is it still about... I'm paying you for so many hours and I want to know that you're there or are we moving towards it's actually output? Um, you know, as long as you do what what's needed, well, I'm, yeah. I'm less worried about you actually being physically in the office. What is, does this paper I, cover that or is that a separate I, issue? Oh, that's a separate um, paper, if you like. And we do offer a separate policy around flexible working, hybrid working and remote working. You know, we, we do get queries on our helpline about... Um, employers who have got their employees asking questions about working from outside the UK. And so, um, you know, you get so many different queries. There is still uh, a desire from employees wanting that flexible working. And I think it, it does sit nicely alongside the family-friendly policy because we are seeing a growing demand for um, or growing need on employees becoming carers, not just for young families, but, you know, caring responsibilities of of the dependents. And so people have that desire to find employment that can give them that flexibility and that support because juggling work and um, home life can be very, very difficult. And I think the pandemic, you know, one of the great things that came out of the pandemic was around that we can work differently. You know, that was the, the the one positive thing that came out and that has shown to be working. And I think prior to the pandemic, there was probably a big trust issue between organisations and employees. Are they really working? But actually, it has shown that productivity hasn't um, been um, jeopardised in any way. In fact, productivity has enhanced by the ability of working differently remotely, uh, working from home. Mm. And so we do offer policies that can support that uh, to help employers because there are some practical considerations that you need to take on board. One big thing is around the social aspect because, you know, it can become very lonely working from home or remotely. And it's how you engage your employees to um, while they're working in that way. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely um, still remains a big um, 
need and interest, area of interest for employers and employees. And HR solutions then, you um, basically support businesses where perhaps they can't afford or don't want to have a full-time HR function, yeah. and therefore you're an outsource for, for them. Um, ha- ha- the business has been going since 2001, is that correct? Yeah, that's right, yes. And how many employees are you now in total? Um, we employ, I think, 46 employees, and we support over 800 SMEs, partnerships and membership bodies. Um, so it's not just the HR um, services, but we can offer payroll, health and safety solutions. Um, and what we try to do is, you know, we, we really want to support small businesses. So you'll find a lot of available resources that are free on our website, um, we offer links to being able to carry out risk audits. Um, so we want, really want to try and provide support to small businesses. And so you, we do provide a lot of content available. Mm. Um, no, tremendous. And you are the HR knowledge manager then. So yes, that's right. How many people in your team that are basically doing this sort of service, you know, creating these documents? So um, it's a small team. There's a couple of us at the moment that um, work on all the content. Um, it's certainly busy. There's a lot to keep us going. As I said, we've got some uh, key employment developments um, this year. Um, but um, the, our team support the whole of the uh, the business, um, providing the templates and all the tools and knowledge and upskilling. So, you know, upskilling our team is also really, really important because ultimately they're providing their service to their clients. Um, but, yeah, so it's um, quite a small team, but we uh, we get through a lot. You must really read a lot of laws and regulations, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So especially since probably September, we've seen a lot of um, progression of employment bills going through Parliament. And obviously, we need to keep up to date with reading those draft bills. Obviously, when they become acts of law, it's about understanding the codes of practice that have, come, that have been published as a result and the legislation. And um, so really, the starting point is to make sure that we're up to date and know the ins and outs of all of the legislation because as i said we then have to upskill our colleagues our, our, our team members across the business and ultimately provide the templates and the information and content to um our clients um mm. and small businesses that we support it's very it's very clever very innovative indeed we have had your md greg guildford on in the past talking about hr solutions and um I know that you do the uh, this, the survey, the finger on the pulse survey. Yeah. So, to what extent is this um, also driven by clever marketing? Uh, you know, it's a clever marketing tool. Uh, raises your profile, etc. Gets yeah. on radio shows, as well as a, clearly a very important service for your clients, for existing yeah. clients. Well. Um, we see ourselves as being thought leaders. So it's about sharing our thoughts, our knowledge with businesses, employers in, um, in the region. And it's making sure that the knowledge that we gain and, um, me and my team gain that is then shared. And from a marketing perspective, you know, we work very closely and are very aligned with our marketing colleagues. We meet regularly talking about what content is coming up in the next month, two months. We have a clear plan of action for the coming year based on legislation we know that's coming in so that we can be um, upfront and be one of the first to communicate developments because, as I said, we want to give as much help as we can to small businesses um, 
because it is challenging out there, especially as we're still recovering from the pandemic and it's, it's how we can educate them. So we do work as a knowledge team very closely with our marketing team who then use social media and our website to communicate content, mm. um, as appropriate. No, very, um, very smart thinking indeed. How long have you worked uh, for HR Solutions, Victoria? So I joined in September 2019 and I joined on the HR helpline. So servicing all our clients that have uh, helpline support through phone calls and emails. And then I transferred to the knowledge team just as the pandemic hit. And so um, I've been in the knowledge team um, ever since. So as a HR knowledge manager. And, um, obviously the last few years have been quite intense with all the, uh, with the pandemic and being able to respond to that, helping our clients respond to it and deal with it. And then as we're coming through now, it's how we can support our clients with, um, the employment law that we're now seeing, um, mm. taking yeah. effect. Well, with a lot of changes in the pipeline, obviously. Absolutely. Well, what, yeah. What, what were you doing before? What's your sort of uh, background training in, in HR issues there? So I've worked in HR probably for over 25 years. I started as an apprentice. So I'm absolutely passionate about apprenticeship schemes. In fact, we're running a free webinar, um, next week on apprenticeships. So I started as an apprentice in the HR field and then I've uh, studied my CIPD 25 years ago and I've just um, worked in um, uh, sort of organisations, mainly large organisations, corporations, and then moved to outsourcing uh, 2019. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, worked in HR for quite a while. <laughs> you mentioned CIPD, so just tell us what those uh, initials stand for. Chartered so Institute the Chartered of- Institute of Personnel and Development. So it's our leading professional body for those that work in uh, HR and learning and development. Um, and um, But yeah, so um, I'm quite fully qualified in those qualifications. Fantastic. So the um, people are our greatest asset. Look after them. Have family-friendly policies because people have lives. And, yeah. you know, our family doesn't stop just because it's nine till five when I'm working for an organization. We do need some flexibility. We we have a lot of issues where, you know, either the kids need to go to the dentist or whatever. Um, but it, this is part of, isn't it, of a much bigger I think um, growing awareness uh, of of corporate social responsibility, yeah. ESG, call it what you will, and that does seem to be a strong element in HR solutions approach and philosophy. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, we recognise that um, employees, individuals, are you know what they're wanting from their workplaces now have come on considerably over the last few years. So we're seeing, you know, it. Um, job applicants wanting to find employers that offer flexible working like we've talked about remote Mm. working or are employers that are very heavily focused on charitable work and contributing to um, uh, charitable causes as well as ethical causes and um, the environment the environment is a very big um, area of interest as as well so um, corporate social responsibility is a massive thing and um it really is an important area, strategic area for organisations. And that is another area where we support with having a policy in place. And it's just helping employees set out what they see as their corporate social responsibility in some of those areas that I've just mentioned. 
Mm. Indeed. So how do people find out more? If they want to go and find any of these policies, What? Uh, where would you direct them to, Victoria? So we have a website, the HR Solutions website, and we have a doc shop within that where you can find documents that you can download uh, either for free or there are some a couple that um, are chargeable. Um, and there's lots of information on there. There's also access to some risk audits. So if you want to carry out a risk of your own organisation to see um, the extent to which um, there may be risks from a compliance point of view, from a HR perspective, we offer those as well. Um, and obviously, the start of a new year is always a good year for strategic planning. So we offer a strategic people plan as well. So there's lots and lots of information on the HR Solutions website. Fantastic. So what is the website? Tell us, please. So it's www.hrsolutions-uk.com. That's dash as in hyphen, yes? Yes. So that's www.hrsolutions-uk.com with what is obviously a wealth of uh, resource and information. Now, looking ahead the next 12 months, optimistic, pessimistic? Um, oh, optimistic. Let's be optimistic. We've got a lot <laughs> on. There's a lot of employment law developments, but we're fully prepared. We've got an employment law seminar that's going to be running in the end of March, which is virtual and it's free. To, so um, obviously sign up. Um, that'd be really helpful um, for everybody because we're going to go through all of the developments we're expecting to see because this is a big year, I think, for employment law. Um, so, but I do feel optimistic and we're all prepared. Fantastic. Well, look, Victoria, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us uh, what struck me as a very interesting, innovative idea, family-friendly policy all in one place um, that's flexible to adapt if you want to go beyond compliance, beyond yes. the minimum that the law requires in terms of looking after your greatest asset in the business, which are your employees, of course. Um, I will definitely have a close look and there may be a few people in certainly employee ownership space that um, potentially might want to also have a look. So Victoria Templeton, HR Knowledge Manager at HR Solutions. If you want to find out more, you go to www.hrsolutions-uk.com. Victoria, many thanks indeed. Keep safe, keep well, keep up the good Thank work you. and a happy new year to you. Happy new year. Thank you very much. NLive's Community Notice Board, sponsored by Voluntary Impact Northamptonshire, supporting existing and helping to launch good neighbour schemes across Northampton. Baby Basics Northampton provide Moses Basket starter packs to families in need in Northamptonshire. The packs provide a safe place for the baby to sleep, as well as being packed full of essential items, including toiletries and clothing. This year, they're celebrating their 10th anniversary and have launched an appeal to raise £10,000. Could you make a donation to support their work or maybe raise funds through sponsorship? Visit their pages on social media at Baby Basics Northampton to find out more or search for Baby Basics Northampton on localgiving.org. NLive's Community Notice Board, sponsored by Voluntary Impact Northamptonshire, supporting existing and helping to launch good neighbour schemes across Northampton. To get your message on air, email noticeboard at nliveradio.com. 106.9 NLive. 
Take the next step to growing your business at Your Business Expo 2024. Set to be Northamptonshire's largest B2B exhibition, Your Business Expo is happening on February the 7th at Cywell Airdrome. It's the place to network, meet local vendors, and hear what our expert speakers have to say. Your Business Expo is a free-to-attend event with free parking. And if you're considering exhibiting, networking, or visiting, register now at yourbusinessexpo.co.uk. Your Business Expo 2024, powered by Business Times Newspaper. It's here. The latest edition of NN Pulse magazine is out now. So if you want to know what's happening in and around Northamptonshire, pick up a copy today. Packed full of local news, reviews, articles, places to go, style, tradespeople and more. NN Pulse magazine is your glossy guide to life around here. Pick up a copy and you won't want to put it down. Keep an eye out for it coming through your door or get it from outlets across the county. NN Pulse, the magazine at the heart of Northamptonshire. To advertise your business in NN Pulse, click pulsemagazine.co.uk. Anna, Seth and all the team invite you to join them for good times at the Royal Oak Naseby. Enjoy a fantastic range of beers, carefully selected wines and warm open fires. The Royal Oak's ever-changing seasonal menu means there's always something new to try and their Sunday roast is a must-try. Next time you're out walking or fancy a break from the kitchen, pop into the Royal Oak Naseby and let our family look after yours. See royaloaknaseby.com. Papa John's. Better ingredients, better pizza. Start the new year with a tasty big deal at Papa John's because throughout January, you can treat yourself to any delicious pizza at Papa John's across Northampton and we'll give you a second pizza totally free. It's buy one pizza, get one free January at Papa John's in Northampton. So order now for collection or delivery and save at papajohns.co.uk. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When your business teams up with Unitemps, you get access to some of the top graduates the University of Northampton has to offer. High-caliber staff right here on your doorstep. Unitemps is committed to finding you the right candidates for the positions you've got available, making filling full or part-time or even temporary jobs simple, whilst ensuring you've a talent pool for the future. Unitemps Northampton sees tomorrow's leaders today. Visit unitemps.co.uk and click Northampton. When business owners, directors and key decision makers want to know what's happening in Northamptonshire, they turn to Business Times. Over 10,000 copies are delivered every month and the pages are filled with positive local business stories. Respected, trusted and always relevant. Business Times is the perfect way to get your business in front of the people that matter. So get Business Times working for you. Click business-times.co.uk Business Times. Positive about business in North Hands. At NNBN, we support local businesses, charities and organisations. We bring local people together. We promote growth and success and we support our members. NNBN has a proven track record in helping members of our community get seen and be heard. It costs from just £20 a month to become a member and you'll benefit from advertising, events, engagement, support and money-saving discounts. If you're a local business, charity or organisation, join us today at nnbn.co.uk. Welcome to the Wellbeing Lounge. I'm Dr. Audrey Tang, a chartered psychologist. And if you want to give your mental health and wellness a boost, jump on my couch every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. My guest experts and I will give you practical and accessible tips and tools to be, look and feel your best self. 
jumpstart your positive energy with us. Join us in the Wellbeing Lounge Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. And I'm feeling good. 106.9 N Live, connecting Northampton. N Live, connecting Northampton. Yeah. 
just been listening to Northampton Male Voice Choir, the wonderful Northampton Male Voice Choir, led by the musical director Stephen Bell, and When the Saints Go Marching In, and of course that followed uh, Tony Christie and Is This the Way to Amarillo, so I don't know if we can combine those two and have the Saints going to Amarillo, uh, marching into Amarillo or not, but two upbeat songs, very different uh, styles of course, which I hope that you enjoyed. That followed my interview with Victoria Templeton from HR Solutions, talking about some really interesting, innovative uh, products, knowledge transfer products that they have on HR Solutions website. And I hope that you found that interesting as an employee or indeed as an employer. Now, we've had two interviews today. I must thank both my guests indeed. But if you missed out on them and would like to hear them again, you can do so, of course, at uh, www.nliveradio.com forward slash open for business, where the four is the number four nliveradio.com forward slash open for business and of course if you'd like to um, comment about anything on the show write in to me if you think the university can help you or your business you want to make some suggestions for the show you'd like to be on the show you want to give some feedback or nominate somebody please do write to me uh, adrian a-D-R-I-A-N dot price, P-R-Y-C-E at Northampton dot A-C dot U-K. That's Adrian dot price with a Y at Northampton dot A-C dot U-K. And it would be really great to hear from you. Um, I know that my regular uh, listener, very regular listener, and somebody who gives me a lot of feedback, uh, Connie Penn. She is currently um, having a great time in Madeira, uh, just off the coast of Portugal, or actually quite a long way off the coast of Portugal, if I recall. Um, so, Connie, hopefully, uh, if you're not listening, I don't know if you'll be playing catch-up, but um, Happy New Year to you, of course, and all our regular listeners indeed. Okay, so where are we going next from this? Um, we'll have another piece of music, I guess. And then we will bring the show to an end. But the next one is just apropos of nothing, really. I thought you might uh, like to have some ELO. Always very good. And this one I heard across the holidays, so I thought, yes, I must play that one. Um, the Diary of Horace Wynn by ELO. Late again today He'd be in trouble Though he'd say he was sorry He'd have to hurry out To the bus Horace was so sad He'd never had a girl Like he could care for and if it was late once more, he'd be out. Uh-oh. Don't be afraid. Just knock on the door. Well, he just stood there mumbling and fumbling. Then a voice from above said, Horace Wynn, this is your life. Go out and find yourself a wife on Girl. She 
was small and she was very pretty. He thought he was in love. He was afraid. Uh oh. Asked her for a date. The cafe down the street tomorrow evening. His head was reeling when she said yes. Okay. Don't be afraid. Just knock on the door. Well, he just stood there mumbling and fumbling. Then a voice from above said, For this quiz, this is your life. Go out and fight yourself away. N Live, connecting Northampton.
Well, goodness me, another show has flown by. Um, how time flies by when you're having fun, indeed. I hope you've enjoyed the show tonight. Many thanks to both my guests, to Mark Sparrow from David Williams um, Independent Financial Advisors and to Victoria Templeton from HR Solutions. Two very different uh, business perspectives to open the new year, certainly in terms of um, both as it from an employee and an employer perspective, of course. And many thanks to Martin Steers, as always, for putting the show together. Um, last minute as always but there we go hopefully we'll get better as the year goes on and of course many thanks to you for listening you can listen again um, at open for business sorry at nliveradio.com forward slash open for business and most of the interviews are up as podcasts a couple of days after this show so you can hear them without the music why on earth you'd want to do that I don't know indeed. Um, we've just heard from ELO. We've had some good and varied music. We're going to play out with two songs for you now. Um, I think the first one is going to be Tina Turner with Disco Inferno. And that is for those of you that like to tap your toes, dance around the kitchen table, and even at the same time, if you can, sing out loud as well. So, yes, um, we haven't had a strong injection of disco today, and I know that many of you do enjoy the upbeat music. And then we'll play out, of course, with none other than ABBA, and my message to all of you um, to join us next week, but also to wish you a very happy, healthy, and successful New Year. Good night.
Zone 106.9 N Live. From the Sky News Centre at nine, there are fears of a major escalation in the conflict in the Middle East after an explosion in Beirut killed a senior Hamas official. Lebanon's state-run news agency says an Israeli drone was responsible. Yossi Meckelberg is an associate fellow at the Chatham House Foreign Policy Research Group. He says there are now concerns about retaliation from Hezbollah. The idea of striking at the heart of Beirut and some such a senior figure within Hamas, the question is what happens next and where the Hezbollah said that feel obliged to react or it will be serve actually as a deterrent. Hezbollah has released a statement saying Salah al-Alru's death is a serious assault on Lebanon. All passengers on board a jet that collided with another plane at a Tokyo airport have survived. All 379 people on board were brought to safety, but five of the six crew members on the Coast Guard aircraft were found dead. A Manchester University student has been found guilty of murdering her fiancé by deliberately driving her car at him. A court heard the 23-year-old had had a row with Ryan Watson at a party in 2022 and hit him several times while in her vehicle. A woman's been injured by a falling tree during Storm Hank. High winds and heavy rain brought on power cuts, transport trouble, property damage and disruption. In sport, Celtic signed off for the winter break with an eight-point lead at the top of the Scottish Premiership after a 3-0 win at St Mirren. Second-place Rangers, 3-1 winners at home to Kilmarnock. Philippe Clement's side returned to winning ways after defeat in the Old Firm derby at the weekend. They didn't stay in the heads. That's part of football. Could have been another result also in that game. So it didn't change anything in the minds of the players. And that's what I wanted to see. Aldi has revealed sales rose 8% in the four weeks to this Christmas Eve compared to last year, topping £1.5 billion for the first time. Lidl saw growth of 12% in that period, 4.5 million more shoppers than usual. That's the latest. I'm Kevin Gover. 